you find yourself in a town. A small remote town with a big mystery and an even bigger body count. You have your reasons for wanting to enter. Every lost soul did. You find strangers who will join you, but can you trust them? You meet a madman, Zoltar, the Prince of Phantasm. <laughs> this is his dungeon, or is it? You learn the trick quickly. There is no escape. Either succeed or die trying as your very life force slowly fades. Did the walls just move around you? This place is unsettling. No time to rest. Are you perceptive enough to spot the traps before they get you? Are you intelligent enough to solve the puzzles that block your path? Are you strong enough to battle through the foes? Do you have the endurance to simply survive? This isn't for the faint of heart. This is the Dungeon of Doom. Hey, adventurers. Podcast producer Lindsay here with news that, well, no one wants to hear when you're listening to a podcast of a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. But, well, we lost a night of our recording. The lost recording is night eight of ten total nights of the Dungeon of Doom. I realized it when I was listening to what we had noted as night eight, but I didn't recognize a single thing Luke was talking about. So, we have a short recap that Luke did at the start of what was actually night nine. I'm going to drop that in here, and then I will pop back in, fill in some of the blanks, so that you can basically you know, move with us from where we ended last week, crossing the bridge in the lava room, seeing a glyph stone, um, to where we pick up at the start of the next episode that is also out today. So, without further ado, here's Luke. Last time, there was a lot of craziness, shenanigans going on in these weird cave systems, and there was, uh... oh no, before that, we, we still had to figure out what these orbs did and how to release the last glyphstone. And you guys figured out... Was that awesome? Yeah. With the weird snakes, snake creatures that were fly, flying around and... and oh, uh, yeah. Oh. Diana talked to them. I take that Persuaded them not to attack you. Obviously. And you guys finally released the glyphstone and continued on and Rack found his shield from Andronicus's shield, and there was, then you guys continued on through the cave system where eventually found, finding Glyphstone and befriending two kobolds, Hamper and, uh, oh man, I don't know. Kirik. Kirik, thank you, Kirik. Uh, Curtis. And <laughs> finding the Glyphstone and these weird sacks on the wall, and a creature came out that looked like it was a humanoid that was transplanted formed into some of, the, some of the other creatures that were there. The poor kobolds were ripped in half. You guys were all taken down pretty bad, but no one fell. And then Fangs was found infected and had to be put down as well. Not to mention Brack had some kind of growth out of his neck. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> the sp oh, yeah. the spaghetti monster. It's a spaghetti. And you guys decided to take your final last long rest, and you found, and uh, Brocker found his hammer. 
That's really underwhelming. No, he said it. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. I know it's covered in dirt. Rocker found his Those long rest on It always returns to its And now we join the adventures in the cave system. What is your guys' next I'm immersed. Did you say... Fast travel back to that room. As fast as you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Murgatroyd. Well, there was a, a little moment with you and... Oh, yeah, time stops. Yeah. You were given flight. Still flying. Yeah. Whoa! Now we're all resistance to fire except for... Well, I can just fly, fly around anything. Fly around Resistant to everything. All right, what were we going to ask? I was asking Kyle, you said the hammer always returns to something. Are you asking that to Rocker or to Kyle? To you, to Kyle. I, I mean, that's that's just what I said. <laughs> Flavor text. I mean, technically, you don't know what my hammer does. Yeah, I'm okay. Why? Yeah. I was going to ask for someone. I, I was imagining like the war's hammer up my back. So doesn't return that way. You know, like just finds its owner by sitting in a bush and camping stumbling bush. across it. I thought it did say that actually. Alas, it did it's not. not like it uh, flies through the air and hits him over. It's not a dwarven thrower. Everything which returns. Which is a magic item. Throwing hammer that returns. Sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Although I thought for sure it did say that, but I guess it doesn't. I think you're trained. All right. So I mean, you told made... yourself to get you through until you found your hammer. What? The hammer always comes back. Oh. It'll always come back. No, I actually thought it did actually do that. All right. So you guys it wish does. to go back to the lava room? Is where we're wanting to try to try to get back to? No, the room with the. We put the glyph stones in. That's in the lava. Okay, so I pass the lava room in that room. Oh yeah. Okay. I remember to I go around the torch room. on the cold fire. Very nice. I go around the lava room and get to the the glyph stone area. How do you go around? Bro. The I go around it. I don't get it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm slow today. Say one more time. Slower. Around. Chicken sauce. You know, around it. Maybe wait. <laughs> okay, you guys make it there. Nice. Woo! Without complication. All right. So that was the recap. Let's break it down a little bit to kind of get us from where we ended last week. We were in the lava room. We crossed the bridge. We saw a glipstone. It was surrounded by this force field. Brocker also found a secret kind of back entrance to the caves, um, those caves that we were in a couple episodes ago and almost died and then immediately left. So to get around the force field that was protecting the glyph stone, there was this puzzle off to the side dealing with levers. There were some snake people. I'm pretty sure Diana got to use that amulet from the beginning of the whole campaign that lets her talk to snakes um, or lizards or something. She used that. They Everyone managed to kind of get through that puzzle, and we got the glyph stone. 
Okay, so we have the glyph stone. That part's done. There was another area around where the glyph stone was, where this puzzle was. It was this little vault off to the side. It had some treasures in it. I can't even remember what was all in this treasure chest. Probably just gems and gold or whatever. The key thing that we found in this vault was hanging up on the wall above the chest, and that turned out to be the shield of Andronicus. Um, so obviously, already having the sword, Brack picked up the shield. So he basically had the full set of this special, you know, weapon and shield. Hopefully, something to help us as we progress towards the end of this dungeon. Um, but that was the key thing there. Okay, so one last area of this huge lava room on the other side of the bridge. We go through, I think it was a doorway um, that led to this tiny area that had, I think, something like an altar, some little place that had basically two sockets where glyph stones would be, but they were empty. And then there was a wall behind it that also had sockets for glyph stones. There was a riddle. Um, I can't remember if it was written out somewhere, if we heard it or something. I don't know. Sorry. But there was just a riddle of which two glyph stones go into this altar. So if you hadn't picked up so far in the campaign, every glyph stone that we get basically comes with its own little sheet and it has this big, long part of backstory, fills in more about the history of the Dungeon of Doom, and then below that lists all the powers. It usually has, like, an ongoing power and then a one-time use. So going back through what the riddle was asking, looking at all of our glyph stones, we figured out the two that have to go there. And then we had the slots for all the other ones. But we were missing one. I can't remember if it was one of the ones on the altar or one on the back wall, but either way, we have to basically backtrack and go back to the prison, which was a few episodes ago. Um, if you remember the prison with Osraline, when you got to the other side of that room, there were basically two directions you could go. We went the direction with this big dais, and Diana had that encounter with the mare gas, and then we moved on to the caves and everything else from there. The other direction, which Brocker and Breck and Merg started to go down but turned back, was the room with the doom roller. Um... I think it was Brocker. He took a step, but the floor fell away and revealed this lava pit. So that's why we ended up going to the other room first, but we never actually went to the Doom Roller room. So we had to backtrack and ended up right there um, where the lava pit was. Okay, so we find our group back in front of that um, little lava pit where the floor had fallen away under Brocker's feet. We jump that. It's not very big, it turns out. And we're in kind of just a long hallway. And you can see 
If you look towards the left, there's a ramp that goes up and then platforms out. And sitting on top of it is this huge doom roller. The doom roller is, oh, let me find it. It is this like creature that Zoltar created. It's made of haunted stone. It has all of these skulls in it. It is sentient. Um, and basically, if it rolls over you, you become part of the ball. So that's not terrifying. Um, so if you look left, as soon as we jump that lava pit, you see the doom roller. It's not moving. Um, but if you look to the right, there's this long hallway. At the end of the hallway, of course, is a bright, shining glyph stone. <laughs> so we see that. Obviously, that's what we need to do. There are little hallways that shoot off from this main hallway to the left. Um, there's a few of them. The room in of itself is just like squares. So they all, all of these hallways kind of loop back around. So it's all connected. There's no other new areas. This whole room is just kind of, it's, it's contained. Glyphstone at one end, Doom Roller at the other. I don't totally remember everything that happens in the room. From pictures that we took, it looks like Diana takes the brunt of it, just because I think she has a lot of health at this point. Um, and, you know, she's the warrior. She's going to tank the thing if she has to. So basically the Doom Roller sits on top of that little perch on top of the ramp, does not move until the glyphstone is taken off the wall. And then from that point... It's navigating these hallways. There's another lava pit in here, just a small one where the floor will fall out from under you. There are walls with spikes on them that jut out if you walk in front of them. So navigating from the other end of that long hallway all the way back to where we started, we manage it. Um, no one gets engulfed by the doom roller, obviously, but I think we had some close calls um, but we make it. So, another glyphstone in hand. Mission accomplished there, or so we think. Okay, so the last part of this recap is, well, I just don't remember all of the details. So, it's going to be really short. We go back to the caves. I don't know whose idea it was probably Brocker because he's convinced his hammer is in these caves. Um, I really can't remember like which entrance we use to get back in there, whether it's the same one we used before or the one in the lava room. Either way, we're back in the caves. We go way further than we did the first time. We um, end up finding Fangs, who we thought died the last time we were in the caves. Turns out he was infected with something um, and just turned. We had to essentially just kill him, which was not great, having to kill the same creature twice. So that happens. And then Luke references it, but there are some kobolds in there. Sorry to these kobolds, I cannot remember 
anything about it. I could go back to the campaign, the module, and try to look it up. But we get through it. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a fight that happens. We get some information from the kobolds that Luke specifically referenced. So it ends up being helpful. The last little bit of this cave, you know, excursion that we're on is with Brocker. He's still looking for the hammer and magically, um, thankfully he investigated hard enough. I can't remember what he had to roll, but his hammer was partially buried in the dirt in the area that we were fighting. He finds the hammer. It makes its way back to him. All is right with the world. I'm sure Brocker is ready to leave the whole dungeon, but can't because it's a magical dungeon of doom. So we're going to take the win. We also find a glyph stone down here in the caves as well. So I think we must have been a couple short back in the lava room. I don't know. Sorry. At this point, I think we have 12 when we pick back up with the next episode. So, Doom Roller, Glyphstone, in the caves, get another Glyphstone, Brocker finds his hammer, and from this point, we fast travel, you know, as I call it, whatever, we just pick up where we left off in the room with the altar where we put the two Glyphstones in and all the other Glyphstones go behind it. So, that's it. Um... Sorry to have to talk you through three hours of a D&D night, but, you know, that's what we have to do when we lose a recording. So, hope you enjoyed it. Hope it wasn't too terrible to listen to, and hopefully you're not super lost when you go to listen to episode 112 right after this. Thanks, everybody. Oh, hey. Not ready for the adventure to end? Keep up with us between episodes by subscribing to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash scandalous6. You can also follow us on Instagram at scandalous6. And while you're at it, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash scandalous6productions. Links to all these pages can be found in the notes of this episode. Okay, thanks. Bye!